Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as pink chicken and the lazy man okay everybody so I'm boyfriend Tom uh, I am the lazy man and we are with Michelle here the pink chicken lady and we are watching a Cooking with Jack video. Michelle, tell the audience what we're watching. Uh, we are watching our first episode that we selected, the Hamilton Beach Flex Brew Second Chance Review, which was released one week ago. It's got about 3,300 views, about 12 minutes and 33 seconds long. His first chance review was about two years ago when he took the first whack at this. I don't know if it's the same box. I don't know if he bought an, a new one. I don't know what the deal is. I would assume that this is the newer model of it, but it doesn't seem like he's following the directions for the product. So um, we're gonna we're gonna sit here and react a little bit to his video and see what we can dissertate from what's going on here. As someone who proffers themselves as a YouTube chef, which actually he doesn't say that he is. He says he's a YouTube personality with that does cooking shows but part of offering yourself even saying that saying well I'm a, I'm a YouTube celebrity with cooking shows means you know something about cooking maybe you worked in a restaurant maybe you worked in the restaurant industry as far as I know based on reading some other stuffs on the internet I think his last profession was a radio DJ and so he's trying to build a media company off of something that he thinks would take off which I guess is YouTube and is using cooking as a means of doing this which is fine as long as your your goal is not to kill someone which many of his videos unfortunately maybe indirectly try to do so he's, <laughs> he's trying to cash in on the youtube thing and it's kind of like if i decided i wanted to become a zookeeper by watching a lot of cute animal videos and then i just like either go into a zoo and go into the lion's cage or gorilla enclosure or i begin ordering animals like that setting up a camera and being like okay i bought this venomous snake off of ebay because you can do that i i, I imagine you can uh, and being like <laughs> now because i've watched enough animal snake handling videos i've watched enough snake handling videos on youtube like i've watched these for a couple years now and i know that the snake handling videos get tons of views i'm just gonna open up the snake cage now and oh my god why did i get bit it's kind of like that yeah um free harambe yeah. <laughs> but um so unfortunately jack boasts in this particular video that he has a hundred plus product reviews 
I'm not really sure how many cooking videos he has, but he's been doing this for over 10 years according to his YouTube channel. So, praise Jesus. uh, praise Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if he's a fundy. I'm not really sure what's going on here, but, and, and, and that's not to say I'm, I'm not religious or spiritual, but it just, it gets a little strange when the, the waters get a little muddied with, it's um, how it's how randomly he throws it in. Yeah. Like at the beginning, yeah. at the end of every video, he's like, "I will pray for, for my viewers." Yeah. But then he tries to kill them by by showing people how to cook undercooked chicken or don't cook undercooked chicken. I guess I really don't know. But well, he he portends to want to be reaching out to his audience, but at the same time, he disables comments in every social media platform that will allow him to disable comments. Correct. Mostly to silence the people who are trying to give him valid culinary criticism. Oh, yeah. Like, Jack, that chicken is still pink. Jack, that beef is too rare. Jack, you are cross-contaminating everything. Everything. You are not following, say, food handling procedures. Yeah, it's. I don't think people are trying to shit on him, but so much as give him like hey i've worked in the industry here's my criticism here's how you can better yourself yeah i don't i don't know what that's about i don't know if he's just fragile as a human being or i don't know un unable to take criticism basic constructive criticism but so we're into the video now a little bit further and we're at the point where he's testing out the carafe version of the flex brew and he very clearly, very clearly is using a YouTube branded coffee mug to test out his coffee that he's just brewed. And he's ranting and raving about how great the coffee is and how how good it is on the craft side. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like this is not a YouTube mug that he's got from YouTube. It's something he's made on his own from like Cafe Press or Zazzle. Well, it's but, clearly it's the old YouTube logo. Oh, YouTube we, changed oh, YouTube changed its okay. logo. It put the um, it put the red TV screen with the play button to the side, and it was just using YouTube in all black on white. Uh, oh, good point. Lettering. It kind of looks a little blocky too. Like it's not. I don't know. It's it was not properly aligned. Yes, thank you. It wasn't resized properly or whatever. One other thing we wanted to point out here while we're going through the Keurig version of this video review is that. Jack has very cheap tastes in coffee. He got a K-cup holder that he, he himself has a Keurig single brew K-cup uh, based coffee maker. And he's showing his K-cup rack, as most people who have Keurigs have K-cup racks by their machines. Um, his rack is filled with coffee that is not the, uh, the premium versions. Um, he has ones here that has a V on it. I'm not sure what company that is. But those are the ones you get, like, you know, the case of 100 for $7.99 at Ollie's Bargain Basement. Um, oh, that's the other thing. Uh, he's doing a, so. He's doing a product review. Okay, we want to do a product review. That's great. You want to tell the audience about the product, tell them its pros and cons of a coffee maker. Okay, well, what does coffee makers do? Well, they brew coffee. Well, the thing you want to tell somebody in a product review about a coffee maker is how good or bad the coffee tastes. So you would think if you're trying to give people the unadulterated version of the coffee maker, you would not use flavored coffee. You would use coffee flavored coffee, just regular coffee that you would buy in the grocery store. Not too fancy, not too plain, not going to go to Dollar Tree and get the sketchy brand. You're going to go just to you know, Folgers, Maxwell House, some brand name nationally recognized coffee because that's what most people at home are going to use. Jack has chosen to use and he has not shown which 
brand he's using, a flavored coffee. He didn't say what flavor, he didn't say what brand. So, in the first outing. So we have no idea what the coffee actually tastes like. Vanilla cream? Irish cream? Hazelnut? Who has an idea? But we just know it's not coffee flavored coffee and he's commenting on the taste. No other product reviewer would do that because you're trying to tell people, okay, in the most empirical way I can give you a review about a coffee maker, this is the coffee it makes. You're, you're, you're supposed to be using coffee-flavored coffee. Right. Well, you're using a, a static, and then you have a variable. But you want the same flavor for the review to be on a level playing field, and you're changing it up by brewing a flavored coffee versus a plain coffee. You don't know how strong it's going to be, because obviously the flavored coffee is flavored coffee. So oh, even on this even on this machine, because again, the whole purpose of the Hamilton Beach Flexi Brew Coffee Maker or Flex Brew Coffee Maker is to make a pot of a, a carafe of coffee or a single serve cup of coffee using a K cup or its own included uh, single serve basket. Um, he doesn't. I it, I can't imagine he uses the same type of coffee in both sides of the same machine, so he can't even tell carafe versus k-cup in this machine because he's not using the same coffee true and the other thing too here is i don't think he's read the directions at this point like i don't know at what point here we realize fully i mean that he hasn't read the directions but it, it's we're getting to the point where it's getting close that he's getting angry about things not working the way that he thinks they're going to work like we we sat and we watched a couple other reviews before we commented on on this specific review of his we know that there's two tanks there's a tank for the carafe there's a tank for the the flex brew uh keurig section um I don't know that he knows that at this point. I'm not really sure, um, but he's talking... Uh, what we're sure he doesn't know is that there is actually a keep warm button that he was trying to brew in the... He was trying, he's now trying to brew in the single serve side. He already made a carafe of coffee and dumped it all out, but there's still some moisture left in the carafe, oh, but he has okay. not turned off... He has not turned off the keep warm feature because the keep warm feature of the Hamilton Beach Flex Brew will keep the carafe of coffee warm for two hours even after it's done its brewing cycle. Good point. Um, yes, but... Uh, he... And this angers him because he's like, oh my god, the, 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 I, I chose the single serve side, but the carafe is, is on. And apparently you can only have one going at a time. Like, you can't have both going at the same time, which I, I wouldn't have realized was a thing. But apparently if you read the directions... That is a thing that is very clear. Um, so he, he reviews this. He's very visibly perturbed at the end of the video. Um, he ends the video on a, a sour note. Like, hey, this doesn't do what I want. I'm taking it back to the store kind of thing. And he, apparently he bought it from Kohl's. I know Kohl's was having some kind of Black Friday sale. Because I, I actually looked at buying this for Tom. Because Tom loves coffee. I'm sorry, the lazy man loves coffee. Coffee loves me too. <laughs> coffee loves him too. But um, he stops the video and then he starts it up again and continues on his rant about how angry he is about not necessarily the craft side. He seems like okay about the craft side, but he's very, very upset about the Keurig side. He's like, I'm going to have to dump it upside down and put more water in it, keep feeding water through it to get to the size that I want, blah, 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 blah. And... Every other review we've read or seen, I'm sorry, not read, um, 
have shown that if you just if you just follow the directions and press the right buttons and do the the appropriate things you're gonna get the size of coffee out of it that you want to get out of it so i'm not really sure what he's done wrong here my guess would be a he's not read the directions is like the first and foremost thing but um what's interesting is um because this video is about to end we're reacting as it's on the tv right now um the interesting thing that that happens right after this video is released is that he releases another video for a similar type of product but that keurig puts out and so now i think we're gonna um oh he's on the electric cord he was he was very disappointed by the shortness uh the short length of the electric cord that comes oh, with the that's right. hamilton beach flexi brew all knows, about that yes now, he did right. not measure it we in other professional product review channels that we've watched of the hamilton beach flexi flex brew um people have noticed that it's only a 24 inch cord which isn't that unusual because again this is going on your kitchen countertop and your kitchen countertop should have uh, a plethora of outlets available to it and you don't want a six foot appliance cord running behind a coffee maker because coffee maker should be sitting near an outlet correct uh, that's the way kitchens are designed jack of course is this upsets jack he's like what it's a small cord why don't i have six feet of cord here i want to be able to plug my machine in anywhere and it's sort of like well it's not designed for that function jack and actually dangling six feet of appliance cord across you know people would be tempted to run it across their stoves or or their crazy sink. things with it or, <laughs> yeah or like you just yeah. don't want that to happen right most appliances only have a 24 inch cord anyway the our air fryer that we have has that the toaster oven that we have has that the instant pot you i mean you name it it, it has that it, i mean you just you you don't want to have like a long cord for that kind of thing um Oh, you notice the, uh, so if you notice as you get past like the, the later part of the video, you'll see after he hits that awkward jump cut in the middle of it, which by the way, of course, um, Jack's production value is always subpar. I don't know if we want to talk about that. At uh, some point we'll really d delve deep into that, but I don't think it'll be this episode. We're just go getting into the, the yeah, guts of it there's, here. There's nothing off the baseline <laughs> here. I mean, obviously the audio is recorded on board, so it's usually af it's off access. It's being recorded across a room. Probably by the onboard mic of the camcorder. The the video's never in focus. It's fuzzy. It's 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 low resolution. Somehow he's somehow he's, he's getting a low resolution image. Backlit or frontlit? I'm not really sure, but it, uh, he's, he's frontlit. Uh, frontlit. Thank you. If we want to get into that, so he has two. They look like one foot by one foot light panels, or small Kina flows. Um, he's got two small, obviously LED or fluorescent light instruments. You could see reflecting off the thing behind him, off the microwave. And there's a high there's a high gloss reflection off one of the cabinets. Yeah, the cabinets so are two... high glass, so that's that or high gloss. I'm sorry, that's a problem for, so for somebody, the lighting. Somebody told him to, somebody told him you know hey you should have or from a video he watched somebody told him you should have more than one light in the front of you to knock out harsh shadows, but he doesn't know the traditional key plus fill over fill ratio of the lighting, so his lighting ratio is completely flat. Um, it's way too bright. He hasn't done anything to soften the light. Uh, I think he's just using the LED, which may come with a with a, uh, a frost panel in front of it. Some of them do, some of them don't. Um, he has barn doors, but the barn doors are completely open because there's a, a cascading amount of light on the bottom cabinets as there is on the top. And of course, he has no idea about reflections because he has a stainless steel stove, backsplash, and microwave, and he's pointing the light at it. If he would put that light about a foot and a half to the left, uh, camera frame right, uh, you wouldn't have that. It would be just reflecting off the uh, the cabinet. 
as as a dissertation or a you know aside, we're both former TV people, so we're extremely critical of audio production, video production, lighting, um, any kind of video framing. Like we're we're super nerds and geeks when it comes to that. So, I mean, for for production quality, um, I mean. For him doing it himself, which I think he does now, I mean, I don't know if it was always that. It is decent, but it was a lot better a couple years ago, and I don't know what may have changed, because there's been production companies that have been in the he's intro. Worked with, he's, worked with, he's worked with professional video production companies before. Yeah, I don't know it, like if he's fired them. I, I don't really know what's going on with that. Well, but. he did move once or twice, but what he seems to be now, I mean, it, it the, the, the production quality as, as fair and middling as it was really fell off about a year ago, about 12 months ago. And All the videos of the past year have been... It looks like it looks like he's trying to edit himself too, and whatever he's editing in when he renders it out, he's not using proper rendering settings. There's something off. Yeah. So when he goes to upload it to YouTube, it's not uploading at the proper. There's something like the weird. The frame rate is not right. I don't really know what it is. There's something weird about it. It's it's yeah. Lower, it's a lower quality image than it, you. It's a lower quality image than you could typically get out of anything. Anything you plan. If he records it with an iPhone, if he records it with a, a, a camcorder he picks up at Walmart, if he orders something off of uh, any any camcorder with autofocus, any decent camera is going to take a better quality image right now. Like the default. Yeah, it's of... really fuzzy. It's really like it's. I, I I don't know what else to say other than it looks fuzzy. It's well, not. It's low resolu- there's there's yeah. a resolution issue going on. It's not the yeah. focus. You can see. No. You can see in the video the camera's lens is picking up. Um, the grain of the wood so it's not it's not blurry per se you can actually see the lines of the grain but the lines of the grain the pixels making up the lines of the grain are really big so this is this is indicative of uh this is indicative of uh video footage that's been run through either different codecs and he doesn't realize it so the camera might be shooting in one codec and he's trans he's transcoding it to a different codec when he renders it out Uh, again who knows how we, who, he's obviously not working with professionals anymore. Who knows what application he's he's doing this on? I don't even know what to say. It's it's boomer TV at its finest. Let's let's just put it that way. It falls under the category of just because you have the technology and you have the drive to create these things, you still have to have some idea of quality behind it. YouTube has proven that. Lots of YouTubers don't have professional video recording backgrounds, but they get better over time. The thing with Jack is he's gotten worse over time. He's not self-aware enough to know this, and when people point it out to him, he blocks them or he shuts off his comments. Like, I I give other examples, like binging with Babish. I've watched him transform over the course of the time I've watched him. Maybe a year, maybe two years. I'm not really sure when I picked up on him. I watched um, Noreen, um, Cooking with Noreen or Noreen's Kitchen. I forget what her name is. But um, while her production quality might not be up there, her recipe quality is. And like, I mean, it's a trade-off. Sometimes people have the, the really good background of production, but maybe not so much cooking. Or they have the cooking background, but maybe not so much the production 
He has neither of those things. Like, but he also doesn't have. He doesn't have, and this is this comes to the core element, and this is kind of what this show is about. And if you think we're just talking trash about another YouTuber or another media creator, what gets us about Jack more than anyone is the the unwillingness to self critique. Most people who do this admit freely that hey, if I start a YouTube channel or if I start something, um, it's not going to be great. But I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do what I have to do. And I'll keep making it until it gets consistently better. Jack has this inflated opinion of himself that he doesn't he doesn't see the difference between the quality of his show and someone else. And he has that the, the, fat, the, the fatal flaw that he makes, the tragic fatal flaw that he makes, is him saying, well, just because I'm doing it, it's going to be just as good as anybody else's. And the sad part is it's not a level playing field like that. You have to commit yourself to quality. You have to commit yourself to learn. And you have to be able to take criticism. doesn't matter what you do in the quote-unquote show business or performing arts world. You have to learn to take criticism. And not as a personal insult, because that's why he turns off his commenters. But as a someone pointing some constructive criticism out to you to help you get better. Well, I think one of the, the good prime examples of what you're talking about is the video of him demonstrating to his audience the proper technique on how to cut an onion. And you can watch a million YouTubers, professional chefs, whatever. Each has their own technique for cutting onions. And some of them, a lot, they're mostly along the same lines. Like you slice the ends off and then you slice it inside and then you slice it down and then you have little chunks and it's beautiful. And he tries to do that but doesn't do a very good job at it and then after the fact recognizes he doesn't do a good job at it but instead of like re-recording the video knowing that knowing full well that he's failed at it as as much as he has um he's leaving the bad video up because he knows that it's well he knows that it's getting views whether or not he knows the views are like people laughing at him because, hey, look at this guy who thinks he's like the YouTube chef that knows how to cut an onion, but is failing at it miserably views versus the, hey, I'm getting good critical information views. And that's the distinction. Like, he's leaving bad videos up of bad cooking techniques because it's bringing in YouTube dollars not really being self-aware enough to know that it's people on the internet making fun of him or laughing at him or being well, like, here's what not to do. Here's the, the not to do v version of what you should like, you know, like the before and after, like this is the not to do version of well, what he's talking about. And part of that is the insidious is the most insidious aspect of the cooking with Jack show, especially the cooking aspect rather than his other channels is there are some basic guidelines you have to follow for food safety and safe food handling. You know, most of your kitchens have a serve safe or a safe serve certificate. Most commercial, all commercial kitchens are licensed and they have to be certified by your, in Pennsylvania, it's the Department of Agriculture. Um, other states have some type of board of health. Um, at, every, at every level of government, food, safe food handling is important because... If you prepare food the wrong way, you can be spreading infectious diseases. Chicken has salmonella. Uh, most produce can have E. coli due to the fertilizers on it. He seems blissfully unaware of those facts as he prepares his food. 
And when people point it out to him and tell him, look, some of the videos you have demonstrate poor food handling safety, he just leaves the video up because he's like, oh, I'm, well, you see, I'm not a professional chef. I'm a professional YouTuber. And uh, as a YouTuber, uh, what I want is more views and more subscribers. And it's sort of like, well, you're only getting that as an example of what not to do. Right. But that's, that's why he doesn't care. Because, again, he's not offering himself as a chef, even though he has tons of cooking videos. So he's, he's literally trying to have it both ways. And say, well, you know, I'm showing you an example of what to do because that's why you typically watch cooking tutorial, you know, mm. unless you're unless you're looking for a laugh and you want to watch somebody who's so horribly bad. At and I've it. heard people do that too, but um, Jack's, I think his shtick is, I make cooking videos for the average guy. Well, the average guy, yeah, okay, may want to take some shortcuts and things and get get to the end result quicker i i get that but not at the safety of killing your family by serving them pink chicken like that we and that's why i'm called pink chicken i'm referring to a youtube video if you search jack scalfani pink chicken or undercooked chicken or chicken in a bag you'll come up with the video that i'm talking about he's using a seasoned bag from mccormick which i've used several times for pork chops and chicken and all kinds of things and they've come out fine. You just really have to sit and watch them. It basically steams the meat product, whatever it is that you're making in a bag, um, which you can achieve the same thing by, you know, using broth and random seasonings and then using like a baking dish, a chafing dish, and then co covering it with aluminum foil. And it works just the same, but... Um, he does this and I don't know if he, I mean, he was using not the right cut of meat. I'm not sure. I, without looking at the bag and the directions, I couldn't tell you cause I haven't made it in a while, but the chicken comes out raw, like bloody raw. And he's like, Oh, just put it in the microwave for a minute. It'll be fine. No, that's kind of not how chicken works, Jack. I'm sorry to say. But, you know, it, there's got to be a line somewhere on YouTube leaving videos up that could kill somebody because of the way you're cooking something is very... It's got to be something that YouTube looks at maybe. I'm, I'm hoping at some point in time. I, I really don't know, but... Well, this, this lies into it Yikes. because what happens is, he, and the reason I'm called Lazy Man, is because he offers these sets of videos for the Lazy Man meaning that someone who probably doesn't have a lot of skill in the kitchen. And so a person tuning in to his channels to learn how to cook or to watch a video, he's offering them two things. Number one, that he will show you how to prepare the food if you don't have a lot of skill, if you don't have a lot of kitchen knowledge. Well, part of that basic kitchen knowledge that not only is he not teaching you, he's actually teaching you the opposite of, is basic food, say food handling. So this is where it gets a little bit creepy in that if he's not going to show you how to, and he's not going to correct his mistakes. If he said, okay, guys, we pulled the chicken out and oh my God, it's so pink. There's still blood running out of it. And it's you rare chicken. <laughs> yeah, they don't serve that um, because it could kill people. So if he, if he owned up to any of his mistakes, so two things going on. Number one, he makes a lot of mistakes in basic, say, food handling. Number two, he does not own up to them, nor does he correct them on camera. Going back to my zookeeper analogy, this is basically him saying, anyone can be a professional snake handler here. Go to this Amazon where I'm reselling through Amazon Marketplace some rattlesnake eggs. Take them home, put them in your microwave, 
you know, heat them up for a minute, put them under a bed, and in about a week, a, ra a baby rattlesnake will hatch. And then we'll go on to our next video and show you how to raise them when they come out of there. If you follow those instructions and he doesn't give you any warning like, by the way, don't do step one until I show you step two, how to contain the baby rattlesnake. Um, <laughs> you know, he's leaving out crucial information here. And then if you call him on it and someone says, oh my God, Jack, I did what you said in your first video. I got the egg. I put it under my couch. I let it. And all of a sudden I have small rattlesnake in my apartment. And then he says, well, you know, uh, you know, because of my, because, you know, because of my faith, I pray for you, sir. Lord, heaven help you with that baby rattlesnake. He's not owning up to the fact that you have a baby rattlesnake in your apartment because he told you to. Like, he's not owning up to his mistakes. He's not showing you how to correct them online. And he's not listening to people who are offering criticism saying, look, you know, yeah, is it an outside chance that people might die from this? But there's a good chance they'll get sick. There was a channel, and I think it was like drunk cooking or something along those lines. But they, they were like, they got really drunk and they cooked and it was, they didn't know what they were doing and they came out with pink chicken. Or they, they undercooked stuff. But it was funny and people embraced it and they knew it was a joke. Like you understood the satire. This is like, he's taking it so seriously. Own up to the fact that you made the mistake so that you're not killing somebody or you're not giving bad advice or 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 make it make it a comedy show make it put put like oh man i screwed up again ha 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 i'm jack you know like that kind of thing put that into it so you're like okay so i messed up here's the retake here's me doing it correctly you know you have that opportunity you're not doing it live you know, if it was live, that would be a whole different story because we've all been there. Well, me and you have at least anyway. But at least you you have the opportunity to edit the correct thing in there. You have the opportunity to correct your mistakes. But he doesn't do that. And then he turns off the comments and he's just inviting that negativity in by disabling them, I feel like. And I, I don't know what the answer is for that. I mean, you're going to people have trolls no matter what happens, but the quicker you embrace them and move on or try to, you know, put a positive spin on the trolling, um, the better off I think things are be, would be for him and his viewers. Well, he's, that's, that gets <laughs> to the point. He's trying to, he's trying to have his tragically underdone perhaps poisonous cake and eat it too he's trying to offer himself up as a silly youtube novelty personality who just does things in the kitchen but at the same time he still wants to be taken seriously as a cook because remember he not only sells cooking implements he sells his own sauces Oh, so oh, I, don't, I don't know how much of the best barbecue sauces he still sells but there was a time when he was like i'm a not only am i a cook i'm a barbecue chef which again when at the heart of it, if you offer yourself in a public media, and when you offer yourself in a public medium like YouTube and say, I'm a barbecue chef, people are taking you at your word that yes, you have either worked professionally at that or have years of study at it or years of experience at it. And you also have some skill with meat, with cooking meat. You're doing basic food safety, uh, none of which he has. Again, part of this part of this danger trifecta of Jack is he's he desperately wants the media attention. He has no real idea what he's doing in any of the subject areas that he offers himself up as someone who knows something about it. 
and he also can't take criticism. He is not self-aware or self-actualized enough to be able to respond to criticism in anything other than shadow banning or outright banning or just ignoring. And and going back, I feel like the reason that he's hungry, craved media attention person is because he came from the media industry. He was a disc jockey in California. And that was, as far as I know, his last job. I mean, he claims he was, you know, is a, a director of a movie, which I, I don't know how successful it was. I believe it was an indie film. He, he had Give Me Media Productions, which was his production company. Um, he has the best sauces ever website. I don't know if that's still active. We kind of got off on a little tangent here. We're going to go back to... Uh, watching the second of the uh, coffee maker machine reviews, the, the second one was the uh, Keurig. I think it's uh, the newest model of the Keurig. Um, as far as the, uh, the other video, we're going to play that now and react to it. And then I think we'll end the episode there. <laughs> 